This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Otto, Dave Koch, and Sports Better's Paradise, a Wednesday edition of uh, MLB Talk. Dave, how you doing, boy? I'm still in San Diego here, and they call it an AJ Day. AJ Hinch, they are throwing bouquets his way, and boy, you talk about, uh, I wow. said maybe desperate and urgent. I think, uh, well, they proved that. I mean, Hader, and not only Soto, but Bell as well and a couple of other acquisitions also. I think you said A.J. Hinch. Of course, it's A.J. Preller in San Diego. A.J. Hinch, <laughs> uh, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's partying right now too much with the Tigers. Uh, but, I mean, what a week for the Padres. Um, and what a start to this whole post-deadline saga as Hader, in his first appearance, pitches a scoreless inning and gets a win on a walk-off home run by Grisham. Uh, the Padres win a doubleheader from the Rockies, and they complete the Soto trade. And, look, it's obviously a big gamble by the Padres uh, because if this doesn't work out and they don't get a pennant or a World Series out of it, they're going to be in rebuild mode because they really committed to this. But they've never won a World Series. Uh, I think they've only been to two in their history. Uh, no guts, no glory. you got to go for it. Washington got a great return. I mean, they, they, that's a tremendous prospect haul. But the Padres pick up a Hall of Fame caliber talent. And if you've got a chance to do that on a team that's positioned to maybe make a run, you've got to go for it. And they did. You talked about them uh, tired of being a bridesmaid. And, you know, from Washington's perspective, as soon as Soto turned down to 440, uh, they made it very public and were going to take yeah. the, highest, uh, the highest bid in San Diego. Uh, they certainly threw out uh, a lot out there. And I think a lot of the media here in San Diego has acknowledged the price that they're paying, but they just, they just want a chance. And at this point, uh, they're, they're very excited. One little small caveat, uh, Hosmer was a little bit of a fan favorite over here. Uh, he had a, a no-trade clause. Uh, they did have to rework that because he didn't want to go to Washington uh, at this stage of his career, so yeah. he's headed to Boston. Uh, they were going to get it done. Well, they, they, they lose, honestly, they don't lose anything with Hosmer. His, his, uh, he's declining. His defense is terrible. Uh, his war this year is 0.4, so he's barely above replacement level. They're actually, in my opinion, better off with him not being in the lineup. Uh, he's become, he had a fast start to the season, but over the past couple months, he's been more of a liability than an asset. Yeah, and So I don't think it's any big deal at all. And this is, uh, this is a dangerous baseball team, and, and Tatis is getting closer. 
Had a very good batting practice session yesterday. No problems coming out of that. So there's reason for excitement in uh, America's most beautiful city. They're talking about uh, less than a week uh, with Fernando Tatis Jr. And also part of that day-night doubleheader, the first game. 19 hits uh, by the San Diego lineup. Uh, and the only guy yeah. without a hit, Manny Machado. And that's a big story. Do you bat Soto in front or behind? But regardless... Machado will have some much-needed protection in the lineup because he was the odds-on favorite to be the NL MVP, and he has declined uh, since without some uh, protection. Yeah, uh, well, the question for Bob Melvin is how do you configure the lineup? And that'll be interesting. Uh, Jerickson Profar has been on fire the last three weeks or so. He had five hits in the first game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he had a double in the night game, maybe two more hits in the night game. So do you keep him in the leadoff spot and then go, he's a switch hitter, so it doesn't. there's no left right there. Uh, then maybe Soto, Tatis, well, maybe Tatis, Soto, Machado, could that be it? I don't know. It's a it's a pleasant problem for Bob Melvin. He might, might put Tatis leadoff. Uh, then go Soto, then go Machado, and find another spot for Profar. But, I mean, this, just, it, this is going to be fun. Uh, now, I don't think they'll catch the Dodgers, but they're certainly a big favorite now to make the playoffs. And we've seen a substantial shift in their uh, pennant and World Series odds naturally. Yeah, uh, before the trade, 20-1 uh, to 1, uh, to win the World Series at Bet Rivers. This is about the best price I've seen out there at 11 to 1. I've seen as low as 8 to 1. And also to win the NL pennant before the trade, 9 to 1, down to plus 550. I've seen as low as plus 425. At Bet Rivers, 46% of the total money to the Padres to win it all uh, was after the trade. And also, Dave, where you have the have and have nots in a non salary cap league, um, this is uh, uh, the big trade before the trade deadline. creates more competition as opposed to allows one of the front runners to create more space. Yeah, I mean, it's good for baseball. Stuff like this is exciting. And we might be going through the same thing next year at this time because the big piece on the table at the deadline next year might well be Shohei Otani. Dave, we got um, uh, one, two, three, uh, six uh, evening games, but uh, anything of the morning slate uh, that you have uh, anything on? I don't know which games are in the morning or in the afternoon. I didn't look at the times, to be honest with you. Toronto, Tampa Bay, uh, Philly, Atlanta, the Mariners at Yankees, Luis Castillo uh, with his first start in a Mariners uniform, Diamondbacks and Guardians, Tigers, Twins, Royals, White Sox. There's a ton of them. Red Sox looking for the sweep in Houston, Mets uh, at the Nationals, and also Orioles looking to sweep again the Rangers after they swept them in Canvin Yards. Well, I did play one of those games. I took the Royals, first five, with the red-hot Brady Singer on the mound. Yeah. He's been in great form. And, by the way, two appearances against the White Sox this year. Nine innings, five hits, no runs, no walks, 11 strikeouts. Lance Linson's coming off the injured list. Only two above-average starts out of his nine appearances. So he has not found his form. The team form clearly favors the White Sox. The Royals lineup isn't very good right now. And isn't going to be very good the rest of the season. But I'm willing to take plus price with Singer in the first five against uh, Lynn. I think that's worth a a bet. Uh, I got about plus 120. 
And uh, that's the one. That's actually my favorite game today. Brady Singer, who was the ace of that Florida Gator National Championship team uh, back in uh, 2018, uh, first round pick, number 18 overall. How about this? The last time out at Yankee Stadium, seven innings, one hit, ten strikeouts, one walk. He was on fire. So uh, he is on a roll, and we, you know, and uh, he was highly thought of uh, coming out of Florida. He was the ace of that national championship uh, team. Let's get to today's uh, evening card, and we'll start off with well, from one ace to the decks, uh, Miami's with uh, Alcantara, two twenty and six and a half against Cincinnati and Minor. Um, Alcantara. Uh, sub two ERA, sub one whip. One concern, uh, Dave, and that is after this long stretch of averaging about eight innings a start, the last two starts, five innings versus the Mets, six innings versus yeah. the, uh, the Pirates. Yeah, I, I'm not ready to go against him, but he's overpriced here. Uh, the Marlins are terrible right now. Their offense is not existing. The Reds are actually playing better ball than the Marlins. Uh, the Reds have called up some kids who are doing okay. Uh, I mean, in terms of value, I would lean Cincinnati. The downside is I don't really want Mike Miner, and Alcantara is entirely capable of bouncing back uh, and pitching a dominant ball game. In fact, I kind of expect that he will. But I don't see how anybody can consider laying $2 with Miami against anybody right now, regardless of the pitching matchup. That's a terrible yeah. baseball team at this point. Cincinnati uh, has won the first two in Miami and looking for this sweep. And as you talked about, uh, just one run apiece for the Marlins in the first two games of this three-game set uh, down in Miami. And, uh, man, they're just it, – it, it's um, you know getting swept against the Mets. Uh, and all of this at home uh, in Miami where, well, home is not they much of hit. home. Yeah, that cannot hit. No, no doubt about that. All right, uh, Milwaukee, and we talked about the Milwaukee Brewers, and they have been shopping uh, Josh Hader for about a month. They did finally uh, let move him to um, uh, to San Diego. Uh, now Peralta comes back. His last appearance was May the twenty second. Yep. So this Milwaukee uh, staff uh, getting healthier. Uh, he is two fifteen and eight and a half against Pittsburgh and Beatty. Beatty is um, basically an opener. Uh, he's throwing one, two, or three innings uh, with their use in him uh, for the Pirates. So Peralta's first appearance back, um, 4.4 ERA before he went down to the I.L. He had been looking good, though, and then got hurt. Uh, now, I don't know if there are any restrictions at all. I would suspect I'd be a little bit careful with him. Brewers got upset last night. Looked like they're in command with Corbin Burns in the mound, and all of a sudden he lost the strikes on the Pirates. Came up with a five-run inning and pulled the upset. One of the biggest upsets so far this season in Major League Baseball. We had a, an even bigger one last night in Washington because they knocked off the Mets. Uh, but uh, the Pirates get a little life out of that. I would expect the Brewers to bounce back here. But, again, you're in a price range here that I'm not comfortable with. I don't mind laying $2. But when it gets up to this, this level, there's just too many things that can go wrong. Uh, you talked about that. Uh, it was the uh, the Mets and Nationals last night. Um, that was the second uh, biggest dog uh, to hit yep. money line wise of the entire MLB season this year, and uh, the Mets got five to one against the Nationals. Degrom looked okay. You know he was going to be on a pitch count in his first yeah, appearance. And, uh, he looked fine. He, 
he looked great. And, and by the way, the Mets were in typical DeGrom form. For whatever right. reason, they have had tr- more trouble scoring runs when he's on the mound. I, 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 I can't give you an explanation why. Dave, what was that his Cy Young season where the Mets either scored one or zero runs in run support like 18, 19 times? It was crazy. And now that was not a good lineup. This is. And yet they go out there last night and get one. Uh, I think that will be a a different story in most of Grimes starts this year. This is a really good Mets lineup. Let, you know, we, we will criticize a lot of the voters in these different type of awards in, with baseball, but I thought that was sort of a, a, a point where they said, hey, no, it's not just win-loss record and things like this for the Cy Young, given, yep. uh, given uh, uh, DeGrom the award that year because it was much deserved. Because Scherzer, Scherzer was on his, you know, on his coattails uh, that year, and even uh, Aaron Nola uh, that particular season. But we do have to credit them for giving, giving the award to the, right, uh, the most deserving player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think most of the baseball world has learned that win a win loss record really isn't that it doesn't right. mean much. St. Louis and Michael is a dollar eighty two and eight against the Cubbies, and Bob Michaelis has been. Uh, you, you want to talk about win loss record? Eight and eight says average. No, no, no. He's been way better than average. Uh, sub three yep. ERA, sub one WHIP. Um, you've talked about him a lot uh, this year. He's been strong. Is that a little low to you at a dollar eighty two? Um, I don't know if it's a little low, but it's it's not overly expensive. Steele has been uh, he's been kind of a pleasant surprise for the Cubs, and the Cubs didn't break up uh, the lineup. Uh, Contreras and Hap are still there, which I think surprised a lot of people. So we'll see what happens with them in the offseason. I mean, Michaelis certainly deserves the edge here, and the Cardinals kill lefties. So I'm not going to argue against St. Louis. Uh. I would think they might be a team you might want to throw in a parlay tonight. Uh, that's that's what uh, I'm looking at uh, as well, for sure. Uh, San Diego in Snell, uh, not what he used to be, but wow. the last couple of starts he's been pretty good, in, especially against that Minnesota. I was at Petco uh, for that Friday night game where he looked at – that was the one where uh, Rocco Baldelli uh, left uh, Joe Ryan in there to rot. But um, Snell, now here come the public pods, we'll call them. Three thirty-five and eight against Colorado in Cool. Yeah, next uh, Cool has really slumped after a surprising start. He was awful in the month of July, and Snell has actually put it together. Uh, his ERA below three in the month of July, so he's coming on strong in the Padres right now with just a ton of momentum. And uh, we'll see Soto tonight for the first time. Uh, I, you know, the problem is. The price is so high, even if you put them in a parlay, you might not even get even money back. Uh, so, it, it, you know, the odds makers are sharp. They're making it very difficult for you to pull the trigger on the Padres, but I certainly don't want the Rockies. By the way, the Rockies, congratulations to them. They are the only team out of the 30 major league teams that did not make a trade of any kind huh. at the deadline. Even the Guardians made one. It was minor as it gets. They sent Sandy Leone away in a trade. But it counts as a trade. The Rockies did absolutely nothing. Um, cool has been uh, spotty, though. He's been he he's been okay this year. No. Um, yeah, but but not lately. Uh, okay, it's ZRA in July eight point seven one, and it wasn't phony. I mean, his accompanying 
analytics have been really bad lately. So he was a surprise early on, but reality has set in. Cool is a, he's probably a long reliever or at most a number five slash six starter, and he's pitching like that now. And now he has to go against the lineup that's on fire. Speaking of July, the Los Angeles Dodgers, 21-5 and in July, now 2-0 and in yeah. August. They blast them, but they have just not they have not shown any mercy on their uh, no-cal no uh, rival, the San Francisco Giants. And speaking of this, this is the, I guess, the Vince Scully uh, game. As uh, That is uh, some, um, well, what a run yeah. he had. Uh, to, to be so sharp, to be a one-man booth. And to you know, carry on these you know these these little stories in between pitches. I mean, just it's uh, it's rare that everybody agrees on something these days. But the best uh, baseball play-by-play guy uh, ever, Urias in the Dodgers, one fifty-nine and seven and a half in uh, in San Francisco against Cobb. Yeah, Vince Scully, and for my money, the best broadcaster of any kind who's ever lived. And I mean, I never met the man, but. I think everybody feels like they knew Vince Scully and liked him. I, I, I've never heard a bad word about him, to be honest with you. Uh, sorry to see that great life end, but 94 and 67 years behind the mic with the Dodgers is, is absolutely incredible. Uh, Arias on the mound for the Dodgers tonight. The Giants going nowhere. And Mr. Unlucky on the mound. Alex Cobb continues to pitch really good ball. But I'm not sure there's been an unluckier pitcher in baseball this season, talk about we talked about Degrom not getting run support. Well, Alex Cobb doesn't get the attention Degrom gets, obviously, but uh, he's been plagued by no offense this year, and the same thing might happen again here. I think I'd lean to the under in this game, particularly first five. Cobb is pitching really good ball. The Giants' offense not doing a whole lot lately. Uh, the last week, their WRC plus is sixty-two. So they don't figure to get healthy here. I think you can make a case for a first five under wager between the Dodgers and Giants. All right, and finally, the last one uh, tonight is Showtime in Anaheim. Otani is uh, two thirty-five and seven against Oakland and Caprillion. Uh, by the way, the first five in uh, the Angels game tonight. My two thirty-five for the game, two fifty for the first five. It's usually yeah. a little bit more, a little bit uh, more. Uh, of a, a variance than just 15 cents with Otani. Yeah, and that's one way you look at it and just say, okay, I'm not going against Otani because the guy's pitching as well as anybody in baseball. And I'm certainly not laying more than $2 with an Angels team that is pretty awful. <laughs> so, uh, Caprillion, <laughs> I, look, I think there's not much to say about it. Oh, the Angels should win, but. I, to me, you're out of your mind if you lay 250 to find out. There you go. So yeah, it's a it's a big number. So big numbers, and this is what happens after the trade deadline. Yep. That the numbers just grow uh, as you kind of cherry pick some of the better pick players from the weaker teams. Think about it. Soto not even close to the most sought after uh, sought after player, and with him, the wash uh, the Nationals had the worst record in baseball. So I mean, how much uh, how much are they going to be uh, without them in the public pods? It is everybody's betting the pods. Well, and listen, you're not getting a whole lot of bump with them at minus three thirty five, even in a a multi leg parlay uh, if you want to do that. So it's just you know risk and reward is everything, 
uh, in uh, in handicapping and betting, and it's still baseball. And hey, just go back to last night in Washington and see that it can happen. So uh, anyway, so the um, first five under Dave in the uh, Dodgers San Francisco game. Well, one of us froze up, so it, it, I think it's Jimmy. So I'll uh-huh. close. Oh, there you are. I, I want to yeah. ma- mention something real quick, Jimmy. <clears throat> Tomorrow night, football returns. Yeah, NFL yes. Hall of Fame game with the, Ra- the Raiders and Jaguars. Now, just a couple of notes here. Uh, I would not make a big bet on this. It's a scrimmage, and there are no game plans. But there's been some money on Jacksonville, and there's been some money on the under. I think the under is easily explained because there is no game planning. A couple of coaching notes, and take these for what they're worth, which probably isn't much, but Doug Peterson in his first season with the Eagles, his first preseason, which I think was 2016, I believe, 4-0, straight up in the preseason. He wanted to establish a positive attitude. We'll see if the same thing happens with the Jaguars. Uh, Josh McDaniels, his first season with the Broncos, way back in, was it 2009 or 2008? 0-4, and he was only 1-7 as a head coach in preseason in his two years with Denver. He's out of the Belichick organization, and we know Belichick has never cared much about preseason, so that's one of those for what, it worth, for what it's worth stats. Maybe a little more sense of urgency in terms of trying to gain some positive momentum quickly uh, on the Jacksonville side, and I think that explains why the number has moved to where it has. So if you're looking for a little you know, pizza money, beer money action, I wouldn't make a serious wager on this. If you're playing bankroll uh, bankroll percentage, 2% max. Uh, Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. Yeah, throw it into one of those, uh, like you said, uh, the pizza money uh, parlays, if you want. Yeah. Yes, you, you handicap in the preseason to coaches. And there's been some word that Derek Carr is not expected to take a snap, uh, but neither is the no. back quarterback for the Raiders also. And first-year coaches are trying to instill a little positive momentum and so they're taking over. There's a reason they're first-year well, coach. They fired the coach pre- the previous year. And so we'll see. We'll see. Some more than others emphasize it into the well, under sure. day. Yeah, the, the first 15 of 17 games, even with the totals in the low 30s, went under the number last year in the preseason. Yep. Right, because, again, there's no game planning. And while McDaniels falls into the first-year head coach category because this is his first year with the Raiders, they're a playoff team last year. So... I don't think there's any sense of urgency at all there. Just get through these games and get ready for the regular season. I don't know if we we'll see Carr at all in the preseason for the Raiders. Do they need him? We saw this last. We've seen no, more of no, this no, no, over the past no. few years. It's the starting quarterbacks not even playing a snap in the preseason. Why risk them in meaningless games? They get more out of the scrimmages than they do out of the games. A veteran quarterback uh, at that. Um, the Jaguars are actually at Bet River still plus two and a half. Right now, so that is a much more favorable number uh, than we're seeing out there in the money line. They're plus one fourteen uh, as well. And yeah, it's get in, and and get out. I, I think I take that. Oh, without a doubt, without without a doubt. So, um, Dave, the first first five under in the Dodgers San Francisco game is three and a half. Getting yeah. plus money though at San Francisco plus one hundred five at Bet Rivers. Well, and hopefully Alex Cobb can continue to pitch well. He's not up against an easy lineup, that's for sure. Uh, and Urias, I'd say the odds are decent that he'll contain a Giants lineup that right now is 
is just not hitting at all. And uh, the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, as far as uh, hooking them up uh, with a parlay, would you would you suggest yeah. uh, the Dodgers or well, you can't put the Angels uh, or for the Brewers, the the the, the, the everybody's kind of high tonight to try and find a matchup. How about just putting in the uh, the under in the uh, Dodgers San Francisco game with St. Louis? I, I, I get no, nah, I don't know. I, I'd probably go Cardinals Brewers. Okay. Uh, for a little amusement parlay, nothing serious, but uh, the Brewers let one get away last night, and they should come ready to play. And uh, you know, Tyler Beatty's actually pitched well for the Pirates, but again, he's not going to be in there very long. And that Pirates bullpen is—it's uh, not exactly sensational. <laughs> oh, <laughs> three nothing lead, and they blew it. It's uh, a tough one uh, for the Brewers last night in PNC. All right, uh, next Monday uh, we'll be back again uh, for Dave Koken. I'm Jimmy Ott. This is Sports Better's Paradise. We do MLB Mondays and Wednesdays through the end of the season. We'll see you back then. Tell your friends to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel.